What's up, Bolt Bros? What's up? What's up? We got we got our honorary Bolt Pup right here. Mm-hmm. Ozzy. Bolt Pup, dude. Say hi. Say hi, What's up, Ozzy. 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 Yeah. Hey. He's chill today. He's chill. He's yeah, chill. He's chilling. He's he just chilling. wants to hang. He just wants to hang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, hang out, dude. Hey, What's man, up, that, dude? Game, though, that game, though, dude. Woo! That's right, Zach. Playoffs. We playoffs, in the playoffs, baby. baby. We here. We here. You know, man, like, you know, all these people wanted to criticize, you know, Brandon Staley that he can't do this, can't do that. But, hey, guess where we at, dude? We you know, we got, we got a lot of Raiders trolls, by the way, right now on our Instagram. Yo. Oh yeah, they, they, they come smoke, out man. droves right now. They trolling, dude. They yeah. trolling, dude. They hate us because they ain't us. Straight up, us dude. That's all it is. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Man, but guys, I'm just glad that we're in the playoffs. What's exciting about it? Big thing about that game is that like we had the opportunity, we found a way to make that win, and it was like a pretty definitive win. Bottom line, yep. it was a dominant performance all around. Yeah. All we needed to see, dude, and. This defense has stepped up like crazy and everything, too. By the way, do you guys want to do a quick drip check, by the way? Yeah. Let's, oh, let's, yeah. Let's, I'm down for that. Let's, let's do a real quick drip check. Yeah, not not, not yep. too long, but we, we got we got a couple in here. We, we got a highlight for you boys real quick because it, it is kind I of did. funny. And then we're going to go into the uh, the turnaround because we've been talking quite a bit about this. And so the, the player meetings are the big turnaround to this season. So, And we, we have a KVN to thank for a lot of that and also Khalil Mack. So we'll, we'll highlight them here in a bit. But we want to we want to show you a little bit of drip check here real quick. Ozzy was into it earlier. He don't care now though. <laughs> He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing as uh James tees up the uh, the actual uh, drip check photos. Yep. But I tell you what, dude, solid game, man. I mean, either Absolute way, solid game. Yeah. The thing that I liked about it too, though, we we shut them down so much defensively, they couldn't do anything. And what were you reading the article, James, or was it Kyle reading the article talking about um, how? Uh, uh, Saturday said that uh, Ryan was one of the worst quarterbacks he's ever coached. Yeah, I read. I read that this morning. Oh uh, yeah, uh, he, he said he, he said he was, was he was quoted to say that uh, after you know, he he had benched him, he said, "Yeah, Matt Ryan was the worst quarterback he's ever coached, and he only ever coached." Uh, Sorry, dude. Whoa, Hold we on. got an inception over here. Oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, and he only ever coached <laughs> high school, so. <laughs> Oh, look at that, bro! Man, we getting accepted over here, bro. Ah! Yeah, hey, it's it's kind of weird how it's hey. kind of working. I'm working off a new computer here, so let me see if I can. When try to will get this then be out. now? That, that's the whole space ball situation, right there. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Now, yeah. 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 it's now, now. <laughs> we're in now, now. Everyone's seeing the behind the scenes look of what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what is going on here, dude? <laughs> Wow. You know, it's funny because it's not allowing me to like pull up basically one screen, so it's giving me this stupid like multiple screen situation here. But oh, you should be able to right. share the screen and just pick a specific tab, right? Yeah, when I click it, it wants to do it, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it says either through restream or basically through full screen. So I don't know what the heck is going on here, dude. This is super weird. Let me try. No, that didn't work. Maybe either. set up, maybe set up a different window. That's fine. Can you? Yeah, just, just do, just do that one over there, dude. Yeah, I can't. I'm clicking on it. It's not pulling anything up. Well, can you scroll down that one? Well, can you see this? Yeah, I can yeah, see. Yeah, I can yeah. see it. Oh, because I, can't, I can't see what's going on. So, oh shoot. <laughs> all right. So, so forget the drip check then. All right, forget all right, the drip check. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll read. We can roll through it. I don't care. No, no, no. no, no, no. Forget it. Forget we'll it. we'll come. We'll it. come back to the, the drip check later. Yeah, it's all, all good. All right, dude. Hey, get rid of that. That's right, so well, weird, dude. 
All right, guys. Anyways, we'll get it through it. So good, guys. So uh, in uh, let's see, (laughs) playoffs. In my this is awesome. I I think this is perfect. Yeah, guys. I mean, it was awesome. I just want to give a Uh shout out also to uh, um, Bolt Pride Six Hundred Two. Yeah, Bolt Pride Six Hundred Two. Yeah, Big Bert for uh, putting bringing on uh, setting up the uh, Ainsworth. Uh, watch party over there here in Arizona. That was fantastic, man. It was a good time, man. Yeah. So we were even talking about Super Bowl. You know, we, we get when we go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we're trying to figure things out on that, man. So there'll, yep. there'll be some things happening here in Arizona for sure. So mm-hmm. again, I'm I'm going to be in Arizona. That's why I'm trying to set up my office. It's been a complete nightmare so far, mm-hmm. but oh, we are man. Got all kinds of beeps going around mm-hmm. here. Yeah, but anyways, um, yes, playoffs. Yes, good, we good. do want to talk about the playoffs. That's right, Ivan. Hey, so by the way, so uh, why don't we talk about the uh, the turnaround for the season, guys? Because I think that's partially what we want to discuss because it's interesting because um, well, I'll give you a great example. Oh, this is a good lead-in, in my opinion, right? Yep. Brandon Staley, and again, I know Aether's a big fan of Brandon Staley. I'm a fan of Brandon Staley, um, obviously, as well as a head coach. But he likes to team up with people that have been there, done that. Kyle Van Oy kept calling a lot of players-only meetings, and they're holding each other accountable right yep. as players right again you yep. gotta remember you know we, we've lost a lot of players this season right i mean um bottom line these players only meetings have changed the way the team has played yep. and also have they become cohesive as a unit and i and ever since they started doing these players only meetings the teams ha- have performed right i mean look at the game that we had ever since it was the raiders game right yep. was when they had it right before the raiders game we didn't do too great in the raiders we lost that game but ever since we've been completely lights out. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that, James? I know you're talking about Khalil Mack and Kyle Van Noy. I know you had some thoughts, and there's a, there's an article in Athletic we're going to put in the uh, description below as well, too. Yeah, you know, and the whole thing was that with that players only meeting, it was uh, just before the Raider game. Kyle Van Noy basically had it, all the entire defense come through, and basically he wrote on the board five point four four, and that's the average yards we're giving up. Yep. On uh, the ground right now. And the thing is, though, he wanted to emphasize that, look, guys, we're getting blown up on the ground. That's not winning football by any means. We need to tighten things up. We need to make things better. We need to be able to get this defense really to where it's supposed to be. We're being very casual about this for some reason. And the big thing about it is, is once again, to Andy's point, a veteran guy that has won Super Bowls like Kyle Van Noy is the reason why he's here. We needed this guy to be able to step up. And in the article, too, it didn't really talk too much about, like, other leaders on the team that have been here, like Drew Tranquil or um, Derwin James that has never really put together these type of meetings. But a guy that has won Super Bowls knows what it takes to be able to really get this team to the next level. And bottom line, Kyle Van Noy has been a massive leader for us. And he's basically put things together for us to really give us this opportunity to be able to have a great three games stretch that we've had. Our defense looks completely lights out. Totally different right now. The beautiful thing about this, too, is that another leader on a team who has not won a Super Bowl, uh, Khalil Mack, he's basically putting together Friday night dinners with the team. Yep. And he's paying for the meal for everybody. He's saying, hey, Brandon Fajoko sounds like he's eating it up. Hey, Samoan, homie. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's ready to eat. He's ready to eat. throw up, dude. And then eat some yeah, more. Yeah, he's like, you can rally that, that truffle mac and cheese. I'm getting that. That way, that Wagyu over there, I'm about to get this, that, and everything, and I'm going to take food home. And Khalil Mack's good with it, with his $144 million contract. Like, 
he'll pay for the entire meal. And he basically says to him, Hey man, we need your, you need, we need you for Sunday and we need you to be able to get us to do your job. And if it takes $700 meal or plus or whatever it is, Hey dude, I'm all good with that. I'm all good with that. It's just, this is why you have a team that has full of veterans and guys that have done it and won it and been to Super Bowls, won Super Bowls. This is why we have guys like this on our team. And it's been a massive shift for our entire defense, too. Offense three, is a different story. Three picks that game, too, though. Yeah. Three picks massive. that he Sacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, we 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 did not let them do anything offensively, anything. And 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 again, you could argue all day. Well, it's the Colts. Okay, it's the Colts. Yep. But here's the thing: doesn't matter. It's an NFL team. NFL mm-hmm. teams are still very good. Yeah. Um, they're the best of the best, right? They're the best of the best players out there, right? And they feel that the best team that they can make happen. But when they when you give up three points in the NFL, I can't even Shoot. think of very many games that. Yeah. Teams that have only given up three points. I mean, that was the, definitely the first game this year that we've won by like three scores. Yep. Essentially, over the over the other team. Yep. So this was that was huge. Yep. Hundred percent. You know, and, and and you think about it too, though, right? Again, uh, I I know that there were a lot of they were doing the uh, the videos of of the players leaving for the plane. I, I saw um, J.K. Scott walk in, uh, get on the plane with the defensive players. And I thought that's really cool because I think a lot of these times, um, these are all position players that don't really, you know, communicate with the rest of the defensive positions, right? Offense, defense, you name it, special team. They kind of, they're kind of like let alone, but it's one of those situations you sit back and say, wow, you know, they are cohesive. They are a team. And that's what it takes to be successful, especially at this point, at this point in the season is making sure that, you're playing as a team. You're cohesive as a team. And, and again, to your point, holding each other accountable. That's what you saw, um, what, two weeks ago on the mm-hmm. sideline with Sebastian, right. you know, uh, Drew Tranquil, yeah. Um, yeah. SJD. And, yeah, when they were kind of getting, uh, yeah, they were getting know, heated. heated at each other, yeah. That's right. You know, and, and again, they're holding each other accountable so they can make each other better, right? And that's a big part of what's going on right now. And, by the way, I do think that Pablo, because uh, he got that game ball, I think Dean's going to give him an extension. Dude. Staley's only getting paid one million dollars a year. Dude. Yeah, one million dollars yeah. a year. Right. At least a raise of some sort or yes. bonus or something, something that has to come. Uh, no, no, no raise. And, you know, like yeah, it's just hey, he's not going to pay for a raise. You wh- know, why don't we? Why don't we yeah. just sign him to a ten million dollar ten year extension? How about that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we'll pay million dollars here for ten years. He'd be yeah, like, what? Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, what's happening here? Yeah, right. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it was a big game for us, bottom line, man. And the the thing about it is this Colts team is is garbage, in my opinion. But at the same side, the beauty that I like about this is that the Chargers could have found a way to be able to lose this game, but they found a way to be able to just win it out. And that was a big thing for us all around. I mean, there's past Charger teams. They find ways to lose games like this that are winnable games. Example, last year, Texans game, we get smoked against the Texans. Same time last year, basically. And we found a way to be able to go out there and make it happen. And that's that's the thing that I'm loving about this team is that this last three-game stretch has been massive for this team as in growth of just play our game and find ways to win. I'll say our defense has been our help, not our offense as much. Our offense has been a little bit of sluggish here. But we could go through those stats, which I, pulled, I put together all of those stats and how great we are on our defense in the last three games. Mm-hmm. Um, but bottom line, this seems like a different type of team that we're just going out there and making it happen. Bottom line. And 
I love seeing that. I love seeing that. So, yeah. Hey, one thing I was going to say, Anton uh, Whelan, I think you were asking a little bit about scenarios. Ravens could lose both games and give up five spots and play the Bengals twice. You know, that. so that's one thing I'm going to say, a playoff video tomorrow. Um, and so yeah. we'll we'll talk about all the scenarios and everything tomorrow. So it'll be a little bit about history lesson of wildcard teams and also scenarios that potentially could put us in the fifth spot. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Watch out for that video tomorrow. Yeah, and, and good point, dude. Two two games uh, watch stress-free, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it would be nice to hit the five spot, and we'll talk more about that as right. well, too. But, you know, the five spot would be great because we'd be playing someone like Tennessee or, you know, potentially yeah. the Jags. Of course, the Jags are hot. I'd rather play Tennessee than the Jags at this point. Yeah, at this point, yeah. So, um, 100%. you know, but, yeah, yeah, it's a big, big thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. No. But if you guys want to go over, and one thing I wanted to talk about, and once again, that Colts game, glad we got it over with. There was a couple calls that could have went our way that we could have had. And that Keenan Allen touchdown that got called back, I still feel still feel like he got in. I mean, if you kind of look at it, it seems like it's like a sliver of white, you know, artificial turf that touched his foot. But either which way, it happened. We still won the game. It's all good. The offense does need to find a way to be able to step up a little bit. But I wanted to chat about just kind of our last three games and our yeah, defensive yeah. Let's do it. stats here, guys. Let's go through it. Um, Pretty insane. I mean, we're averaging only 225 yards a game that we're giving up. Wow. Dude, you, you guys realize how strong that is for us. I mean, we've been giving up. We've had a streak of giving up 200 yards on the ground. Yeah. Only. Per yeah, game. Per game, yes. Per game. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's massive. Yeah. Um, We're giving up 96 yards rushing right now a game. I'll take that all day. That's a great stat to be able to have for us, by the way. Well, especially Once since again, we, we, we stack the box so lightly, right? I mean, those are four-man yeah. fronts. Those are all four-man right. right. Maybe a five-man front occasionally, but it's usually a four-man front. And then you, you're going to get those picks. Like, we got three picks this entire game, right? So that's huge. Yeah. Right. Huge. Huge for us. And, I mean, the thing about it is we've gone through Otito, who got injured. We got Covington out. Joe Gaziano's out now, too. Yeah. We've had uh, – Austin Johnson out during this time. Yeah. We're finding a way to be able to play as a team, as a unit. I mean, we go back to that KVN, Morgan Fox-based meetings that they're having, players, players, defensive players meetings. I mean, what a difference. What a difference this team has been since those meetings. I mean, averaging about 130 yards passing per game. Stupid. Stupid. That is winning Crazy. football. Last three games, we've had two sacks, four sacks, and seven sacks. We've had... 15 sacks on our defense in the last three That's weeks. Sick. That's so That sick. is insane. Contrast to that, though, we have been giving up 11 sacks in the last three games. So three, four, and four. You hope that kind of gets figured out. This last game, I think, we didn't play the, the Herbert ball of getting the, out of the pocket as well. Um, but right now, we're actually plus zero for turnovers, which sucks because I know, you know, we would hope to have more based upon the amount of picks that we got this last game and everything, but we are a plus zero right now for turnovers. I was hoping to be able to get a little bit more, but last three games are at plus zero. So bottom line, what I'm just saying here, guys, is this defense is playing on a whole new level since this whole players only meeting has been going on here. And it's wild to see it based upon the live that we had yesterday. Andy brought it up. Defense wins championships. And if we just keep this going, 
if we just get this offense to open up just a little bit more, because we all want to harp on uh, Lombardi so bad on this, and I get it. He is frustrating to watch. Yeah. But if this defense stays the way that they're they're playing, and once again, we might have Joey Bosa back this week yeah. just to add another player out there. So. Yeah. I mean, um, we keep saying that though. Every single every single week, though. Oh yeah, we're gonna have Bosa back this week. Oh yeah, and I say, oh no, never mind. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, never mind. Just kidding. Know, there's just no kidding. reason to bring him back. There's no reason yeah. to rush him back at this point, especially with these two games, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think if you brought him back, put him on a snap count, mm-hmm. maybe maybe give him a series here yeah. and there, see how he feels. Right, if right. you feel any tightness, let, yank him. Let him like do like second and third down. That's about it. You know? Yeah. Yep. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. I mean. The thing is, though, you do want to get his legs out there. You want right. to get him kind of going. You do yes. want him to be able to play full strength and going into the playoffs. I get right. it 100%. But, yeah, Anton, that's a good chance for Slater to come back. I mean, yep. think, and I, I was talking about the game after the game. I said, hey, what do we do with Salyer at that point? And some right. one of the guys from Full Pride 602 was like, well, we could put him to the right tackle. And I was like, well, Trey Pipkins is playing pretty well, too, though. So it's kind of like Filer because our – Zion and Filer have kind of been our two guys that have been our instability points of our O-line for penalties, for allowing pressures and such too. Those are, have been our instability. So would you put Sawyer next to Slater when he comes back? Yeah. You know, I think that that would, that would make the most sense to me. Uh, yeah. But then again, like the, the left guard actually does a lot more um, like pulling, pulling in, in conjunction yep. with the center too, though, that right. really you kind of can't really put in a rookie right away and expect them to do like yeah, a super 100%. good job, you know, like, so yeah. Cause I, obviously you always see them, the guard doing that little like that thing, yep. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, obviously he's doing some kind of signal to the center and stuff. So yeah. Yep. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, oh, Zion has allowed five sacks. That's not pretty by any means, but it's not great. But at the same side, the pressures are the things that I'm looking at. Right, and they've been one of the top guards in the league, allowing pressures. Both of them have been that way. So, bottom line, we basically it'll be interesting to see where we kind of land with this too. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually going to pull up too since we've had those um, since the player only meeting with Kyle Van Noy. It's interesting to kind of look at where we've been at with players and getting in the amount of sacks during this time too. Good you guys job. want to chat a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah for sure, um, absolutely. So Kyle Van Noy, being the leader he is, he's gotten three sacks that those meetings. He has made critical sacks at the right time of the games, too, by the way. Uh, Morgan Fox, three sacks. Chris, rump shaker. Rump. The rump. The rump shaker. All I want to do is a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Anybody? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's had two sacks so far since then. Trankles had three sacks in the last three, four games. We've jumped from basically number 19 in total defense in the league right now. Ninth in the pass of allowing or passes allowed on our defense. 201 yards. Still not great in run, but we're not dead last where we're currently at. So we're 26 in the run, giving 140 yards per game. Very cool. Points given up, though. We've only given up 22.9 points per game right now, which is huge for us because we were at a negative where our offense was a scoring at 22 yeah. points per game right to like 26 yard or points per game is what we're giving up on defense. So that's a big shift for us. Yeah. Um, if we look at the last three games, 
we've given up only 11 points on average per game right now. That's Wild. To yeah, see the, that. The last so, couple of games. Now, now, again, again, we play the Bills, we play the Chiefs. That's not going to happen. It, right. It'll be a different story for sure. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But, but again, if we can still score, you know, three touchdowns and a couple field goals and hold them to maybe two touchdowns and a field goal, hey, then you know what? That's good enough for it. Right. I think, I think, um, you know, going back to Kyle Vinoy, the thing that's interesting about him too, again, I know him quite a bit, you know, through BYU and all that. And he's, you know, He's obviously won championships, but I do love what he said, though. He said uh, in, in, the, in the article that Daniel Paparo said something had to switch. I uh, wasn't happy with what we we're doing together. We need to get we need to get uh, bring it together and learn from each other and get better as a group. And I think to yeah. your point, I think what's really changed is accountability. Because, yeah. again, the, the, the thing I, what I'll say is this and this is what I'm learning is that a lot of the coaching now is done so separated from everyone else, right? You're kind of, yeah, you're on the field together when you play, mm-hmm. but you're coached individually by your specific mm-hmm. yeah. coach, right? Your linebacker coach, your wide receiver coach, your cornerback mm-hmm. coach. So you're not really cohesive, but these team meetings or these dinners, everyone getting together and going, hey, man, yeah. I got your back. If this is happening, I'll do this. If this is happening, I'll do that. And, and this is the players owning their performance right. and holding each other accountable. That's a huge switch. And that's something that you cannot as a coach coach. Yeah. The players have to step up and do yeah. it themselves. Right. Because you're playing, you know, again, James and I are in sales and my favorite managers I've ever had. If I like my manager, I'm going to work harder for my manager because I like the guy. 100%. And I'm going to be like, Hey, he's a good dude. He's working hard for me. He's making my job better. I'm going to work extra hard for him so he's successful and I'm successful. I know, but that's just human nature, right? That's just human yeah. nature. And so I find it really interesting. So it's an interesting conversation around camaraderie, how we're able to perform better as human beings in, in life in general. So that's just one of the thoughts I had about that. And guys, I did get a, a degree in sociology and psychology. So I find that stuff very interesting. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah man. Yeah, right, man. Kyle. I mean, so that's going to be huge uh, for the. That's obviously, I think that the freaking offense needs to start doing this now, yep. though. You know, yep. Like that's that's yep. kind of what I've been kind of feeling about this. I was like, you know what? Like, let's let's get the offense to step up. You know, like let's yeah. get freaking Keenan Allen to like you know step up and do this kind of thing. Because, but then again, like we don't really have any Super Bowl winning players on the offense right now, do we? It's all, I was going to say Corey Lindsley was the guy that kind of came to mind, and I wanted to say that Green he Bay. might have been. Yeah, from Green yeah. Bay. Yeah, maybe, maybe he, Bay, he might be the, the only one then. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. probably – uh, no, actually, he was before Green Bay won a Super He was. Bowl. Okay, wow. Yeah, so our entire offense is, is hungry for a ring. So yep. that's wild. It's wild to think that, you know, our defense is stacked. We got, like, multiple championships uh, players on that side. Oh, J.C. Jackson. Yeah. JC Jackson. Yeah, yeah of course. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he's out though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's right. out. He's yeah. out. Domestic yeah. abuse situation. Yeah, he's, he's still is he still in jail? Sorry, no, no, he, he got released a while <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah, but, but uh, crazy situation. Sorry to say that, that that broke our streak of having Chargers clean records for like the <laughs> I know, right? You're like what's They're going like, on? Ah, here? Sorry. You know, whatever. You know, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. So like but, that is the thing. And I was gonna bring up that same point that this offense needs to have those type of meetings too. Yeah. And 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 if it's Herbert, which you know, the whole big knock about him going out of the draft was he's not a vocal leader. Yeah. And he's not that guy to be able to yell at people. He's not that guy to be able to just say, hey, look, 
maybe not to even bring people together saying, hey, look, we got to do better, guys. That's the thing that we do need to find that guy. Would Keenan Allen be that guy? I personally think he should be that guy. Like, he's the guy. He's the vet guy. He's one of the lone guys on that offense that's been from the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler is kind of one of those guys, too, that's been on this team. He's clearly doing his job. Right. Like, Corey Lindsley should be one of those guys. Filer should be one of those guys, in my right. opinion. I want to say maybe even Matt Filer. I don't know. Maybe he won a like, Super Bowl with uh, the Steelers. Yeah, he could have. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. But um, either way, we don't have that guy that's that's the Super Bowl winning guy. But, you know, when maybe, you see other. Maybe Everett? Like, did was he with the, uh, the, the Seahawks? Rams. No, he was with the Rams last year. Oh, yeah, so oh. Everett. Oh, yeah. Everett, yep. He was with the but Rams he didn't Rams? win a Super Bowl yeah. with him, I don't believe. No, he, he was. Well, I mean. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He, no, he was on the Seahawks. That's right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. We got him from the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Joe show. The, the sleepy <laughs> yeah. Joe show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And that's the thing. We we need to find an offensive guy that could do the same thing, too. Right. And, you know, personally, I wouldn't. I would think it would be nice to be able to even just have Joe Lombardi even get involved in those meetings somewhere or another. Or yeah. just to be able to say, hey, look, man, this is what we need to do better. And I think this is where we need to be able to be a little bit more cohesive as an offense. And that's that's a big, big thing that needs to happen. I mean, we're all harping on him, but, man, Joe Lombardi is oh got to find yeah. a way to make this that, offense this, open. LAOG, he just, he, I think he put it out there. Sonny Michelle, I think, was is the one. Oh, Sonny Michelle, yes. yeah. He, Sonny he, Michelle. Yeah, that's right. He was the one guy that was a championship uh, you know, player out there. But then someone else did say that uh, – uh Everett, maybe I don't know. Yeah. So Sonny Michelle is, is the, the only player on the offense like that we can really think off the top of our head who has won championship. So uh that's about right. Yeah. Oh I mean, that's yeah. about right. And the guy hasn't really played a whole heck of a lot. And that's yeah, the one thing I like about that signing, once again, it's a guy that's won Super Bowls, guy that he did it with the Patriots. We need to be able to have those guys out there. We definitely need, yeah, spelled it wrong on purpose. I saw that spelling. I was like, ah, it's a little uh, wrong, but got it. <laughs> um, but basically, we need to be able to have those type of meetings, and that's the thing that I think we are lacking on the offense to take it next level. By the way, I'm going to say one stat that I did not throw out about this defense. Big thing, we did not give up a third down this game yep. at all. That was huge. That yeah. is massive. Yeah. If we look at the last three games, by the way, guys, Third, so let's go back a bit. Remember these third and 17s that we've given up, these third and crazy long plays? I feel like we've found a way to stop that. And last three games, teams have only converted six third downs on us out of 32 times. Only six out of three games? Six out of 32 times in the last three games. That's an 18% completion rate. 18% completion rate, guys. That is insane. Like yeah. going back to this, guys, this is why we have these vets out here. There's that's why we have these guys that have been here and done that. Kyle Van Noy has elevated his game at the right time of the year, not just as a leader, but also a player. Actions speak louder than words. And he's balling right now on the field. I mean, Kenneth Murray is another guy that I've been watching. I watched a replay of the game. I feel like he's playing like a different guy right now, too. Yeah, he is. And yeah. He's he's figuring out where his position at is at. He's playing a lot more like sure and more like assertive, I guess, in the games now. I mean, bottom line, guys, like that's why we got these vets out here. That's why we had 
this is, I'm glad to say we beat a bad team, but we beat them well uh, today. I mean, 20 to three, I'll take that all day. That is one of our more sure wins that we've had all year. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Great to see. Yeah, so. and Corey, I will say this. Yeah, um, I think Guyton does affect our team quite a bit because a lot of the plays that that we run, you have usually a guy streaking down the field. And the reason why you do that, mm-hmm. not necessarily because you want to throw the bomb, but you would have the second safety mm-hmm. move over. Right. And then the other side of the field would be a little right. more open. Yeah, right? so you, you open up some space. You open some space, right? And mm-hmm. again, Lombardi's whole entire scheme is around creating space and allowing and again this is partially why i think i really get frustrated with lombardi's system it, yep. it's based on space and beating your one-on-one matchups right but if they double team you then it's very hard for you to win right so when when a guy is not stretching the defense or busting through the zones as as you know a lot of people like to say right mm-hmm. what 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 basically the the Dolphins do very well, right? It's pretty much their whole offense. They just they break through the zones. Um, it it limits your ability because the high is not there, the deep ball is not there, and yep. so they're not going to respect the deep ball. So they just play the mid and the short game, and that's it. You don't get much yards after catch because the safeties don't have to split or do any deep coverage. So I think that's where that has really hurt us. And again, you got someone like Williams and also Allen who are not those speedsters. They're not those guys that are going to go down there, but they're good possession wide receivers uh, with great yeah. hands. So, yeah, I agree. I think I think not having Guyton is not a good thing, right? So not good. we got to get him back next year, but also we got to get probably another speedster uh, out there at some yeah. point. you you gotta, you got to wonder when we're going to get somebody like that. It would be really mm-hmm. interesting to see. So yep. that's a next year conversation. You know, and just to go back on the offense too, and 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 two things, and I guess I'm going to say we've talked a lot about the good of this game. Bottom line, winning twenty to thirty, the picks, the sacks, the defense looking great. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a little bit of the bad here. You know, a lot of people kind of jumped about it and said, "Hey, we need to figure out our red zone offense more too." He, yeah. he got his entire playbook from Madden, dude. Yeah. Oh, half that guy left. Oh, flip. Yeah. Flip, yeah, yeah, flip. flip it. Yeah, I'm going to mirror this one. I'm going to mirror it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Clown, dude. Yeah. Come on now. It's ridiculous. But I'll give you a little bit of bad here. Our red zone offense has been bad. Um, oh, I mean, we were yep. two yeah. for four in the red zone. Eckler got two rushing touchdowns. 50% is still not a bad conversion rate, by the way, guys. But we just expect more out of this offense, bottom yeah, we line. We do, 100%. So right. that's not bad. And then the ugly, I'll tell you, to me, is Herbert. And and it sounds it sounds bad to say this, but he's thrown zero touchdowns in the last two games and three yep. picks. Wow, that's ugly. Yeah, we can't have that. that. Yeah, we okay. cannot have that. And I mean, the pick that he threw this game was he, it was like a rifle to Keenan Allen that just got tipped. And and great pick by the way for the Colts, but that's an ugly stat for us guys. And and for a guy who has is in the Hall of Fame for numerous reasons, multiple 4,000 yards uh, uh, seasons, now three in a row. A guy that is basically a rookie of the year, the guy that has talent for days, the guy that throws a side sidearm pass bullet around uh, DeForest Buckner to be able to get that completion, I think, to – is it Mike William or Palmer? I think I it was William. I think it was – yeah, Williams. Yeah, Williams. Williams yep. um, the guy has talent. He shouldn't be throwing – three picks, zero touchdowns in the last two games. That's yeah. the ugly right now, guys. 
And we need to be able to find a way to be able to get a little bit more inventive in making this guy use his skill set all around better. Um, so that's just something I threw out there and I looked at as a stat that we need to be able to get better to be able to, to really, I think, get us deeper in the playoffs. But once again, defense wins championships. It does. And, really. you know, I think it was Troy Aikman that talked about in the in the post game of this. He said, look, man, I live my career by giving the ball over to uh, Emmett, Emmett Smith. Smith. Yeah. And I didn't have to have multiple touchdown games to win Super Bowls. I just basically gave a ball to somebody else that made made plays for us. Now, you know, do we have a run game? Not necessarily. Is it mm -hmm. getting better? Yes, I think it's getting better. But I think it starts at our O-line. And, you know, that's the thing. If Slater comes back and plays like an all-pro, Pro Bowl-based left tackle, could potentially stabilize this line further, it could change that run game aspect for us. Yeah. But yeah, we expect a lot out of Herbert every single game. We want 400 yards, four touchdowns all the time. But guess what? The stat that matters is a W. That's yep. right. That's all it is. The big, so it's a team the, sport. That's and the and hierarchy that's all, of, st of stats. And that's all he cares about, too. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. the thing about Herbert, he doesn't care about the accolades. Keep, yeah. People keep talking to him about his whole stats and how first three years and all that, and he broke that record. I don't think he cares about any of that. No. He just wants Ws. He wants a championship, yep. and it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um I like what Aether said here. This is interesting. So we, we should go back to Aether's comment because he, mm -hmm. he he brought up somebody uh, that could, we could bring in as our – oh, man, this thing moves so quick. Uh, here we go. There you go. Eric Bieniemy is as a potential um, OC. The only issue with that is why would he leave the Chiefs, right? Yeah. I, he has no reason to leave the Chiefs. And I, I, would, I would think bottom line, he probably will get a head coaching nod at some yeah. point as well too. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting. I've been interesting thing about Eric Bieniemy though. Um, there was some art. There were some articles that I read that he and and some of the players are having some friction. Mm. So I think the argument could be made that he's not really head coaching material because head coaches really need to sort of yeah. be pretty agnostic to everybody, right? Keep everyone happy. Yeah. Keep both sides of the ball happy. But 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 don't get me wrong, Aether. I think he would be amazing. Mm -hmm. I think he'd be amazing. But my question is, is why would he leave? Right. right. I mean, unless we pay him a lot more money than he's getting paid for the Chiefs, which I'm right. sure he's getting paid quite a bit of money too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but anyways, that would be interesting um, to see. I do like Eric Bieniemy as a, as a as an option. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's yeah, you know, it's, we yeah. I mean, the thing is, Lombardi's just kind of a problem. I, it's interesting because let's let's say let's say so. There's all these rumors now. People are saying, oh, Denver Broncos are going to go get uh, Sean Payton, or you know. Pat McAfee's show is talking about, hey, Sean Payton liked a post about bringing him to the Colts kind of mm -hmm. thing. Would yeah. Sean Payton go to the Colts? Do they really have enough to really want him to be there? You know, right. I mean, yeah. they don't really have a freaking quarterback. They got a, they got one of the highest paid offensive lines in the league, and they're not doing their job. Right. Um, they got some good wide receivers. They got a pretty stout defense. You know, the whole thing I'm bringing this up because I'm saying, like, you know, with, with uh, Sean Payton, what if wherever he goes, he says, "Hey, I need my guy back, Joe Lombardi. You're coming, Lombardi. With me. Yeah, put him as an assistant yeah. head coach over yeah. to wherever he ends up going, and then we just got to find something from there." Hey, we're in the playoffs. Teams yeah. are going to look at coaching staffs at this point for teams that need coaches. Yeah, this is when coaches get picked up as head coaches or assistant head coaches or whatever it might be. So. You never know. I mean, this might be just the point to where we have to look at another offensive coordinator. Is it going to be Shane Day? Is it going to be Frank Wright? Which I think would be kind of an awesome move, in my opinion. Um, 
I don't know. Shane Phil Steichen, Rivers? pull him off of uh, Eagles, too. Yeah, know? let's get Phil Rivers let's back. Get, let's get Philly Rivers. Yeah. Philip Rivers. Yeah, oh, yeah right? Man, so Bring sick. him in as a coach. That'd be great. Yeah, that uh, won't that yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but but again, I, to your point, right, I think, um, I think Lombardi has a shot of getting a head coaching role. He did have some interviews last year with the Titans. Or not Titans, Texans. I keep saying Titans, Texans. Yeah. yeah. And so yep. – I could see him getting more nods this year too, especially mm-hmm. with the amount of injuries we've had offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. People are gonna say, "Man, dude, this guy, this guy kept people. You know, they kept that yeah. team going. Yeah, you know, you see, yeah. yeah, we still won with all that, with all, of, yeah, um, all these injuries, yeah, right? All so, these injuries. So again, we'll see what happens. But you're right, Staley's a ride or die type of guy. He is not a person that's gonna say, no. uh, "All right, well, you know, let's let's just let Lombardi go." He's not gonna do that. Right. He's not gonna do yep. that. That's not his mentality, which is frustrating to me because i really think we should have had that switch mm-hmm. up at the bye week we talked about that yeah nauseum nauseum right and i still i still feel like it's that mm-hmm. way but this is a really good point here um i really like what um laog said honestly silly did deserve the criticism because he runs the defense i agree right our defense was extremely underperforming mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong but i think the only the only thing i would say here differently on this is that there's a difference between being a head coach and just the defensive coordinator right obviously that's his main role as being a head coach he has to kind of oversee everything but secondarily the defense needs to continue to perform right and so you're right now that's ronaldo hill ronaldo hill is really the defensive coordinator technically um but you know we obviously do know that brandon staley runs the defense 100 right so anyhow now when i when i read this uh comment right here lombardi is killing me I kept thinking about that R. Kelly interview. He says, "You know, have you ever seen that video? Oh, wow. you, you completely just went mute, dude. Yeah, you know, like you oh, did. did. I? Yeah, hold oh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you go. Okay, you're good. Go ahead. That's weird. Well, I, I like maybe I smacked the mic or something. But when when he when I read that, I heard the R. Kelly. You guys are. If, if oh, you guys have ever heard that at all, I think he just I think he just muted himself. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Can you hear me? I there's no. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're good. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I don't know why it's not picking up, but either way, it reminds me that Arkelly. Yeah, universe. the government censorship. Yeah, gov- you get CIA, government censorship. The CIA right is messing. Yeah, up. yeah. R. Kelly, you R. Kelly, man. Yeah. No, no. But by the way, this and, and, and this frustrated me. That that whole DJ hit was crazy. I thought it was a clean hit. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know that. I don't know that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we looked at it like you know, in nauseum, like there. Uh, it looked like it hit shoulder first, and then it rolled into his head. So it's like hey, it was clean. I mean, it sure his head went down, but I don't know. It's like. But at this point, too, is like I think it's totally fine though, because just sit him, rest him for the playoffs. You know. <laughs> yep. I, I like yeah. that idea too. You know, but but it it, it seemed ticky tacky. Seemed very ticky tacky yeah. to me, yeah. and I was like, man. I and I understand. We're trying to we're trying to protect the players. I get all that concussions. You know, the NFL's got to focus on that. I I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Nagy for OC. I like that as well too. I mean, bottom line, I I just really do believe. And and again, this is another great point. This is a good follow up on this. Yeah, why now is he to think twice? Do you remember Ronnie Lott? Ronnie Lott, this 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 dates man. That guy came in like a freight train and just smoked fools, dude, left and right. Yep. And and there's an element of that game that has just completely gone away. What was the sack? Was the sack that Khalil Mack got where he grabbed him and then he kind of like put him down on his body and then like literally like rolled to the side. And I'm like, yo, dude, I, I sat there. I watched. I'm like, that is the lamest looking sack I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. dude. And I was like, wow, you know, and, and I'm seeing that all the time. I'm seeing that all the time. That's how they're doing it. Right. And 
So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if like these promise you what's happening at that point is Staley saying, look, you, you get him, you grab his arm, you put him on the ground and that's it. Right. But it's yeah. like, dude. Yeah. Wrap him in a blanket. Yeah. Wrap know, him put, a, a pillow, put a pillow, pillow under his there, head. Read him a bedtime story. <laughs> I mean, you know? it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. There was another one too. I think it was Drew Tranquil. He like, he like got yeah. him and they just kind of like pushed him to the ground like this. And I'm thinking, dude, this is just so crazy. You know- it, it makes me think maybe they're training them to do that because remember this penalty that we got or was it against us or it was a sack or something where it kind of like fell on top of them, but it was like a momentum sack yep. or something like that. And they're like, oh, that was a uh, rough in the passer or whatnot. And wondering if they're basically just trying to like tell them, hey, be as casual as you possibly can because we don't want to give them that opportunity to throw a flag. Yep, so right. it, maybe it's a little bit of coaching, you know. Yeah, it could be. Like, I mean, obviously, because we know the refs are, like, super, like, picky with everything, you know? It's like, I mean, let's just talk about that for a little uh, bit, too. Yeah. Dad Gummit. Oh, Dad Gummit. I, yeah. I want to see Phil Rivers say Dad, Dad Gummit. Gummit. Yeah, yeah. Dad Gummit. My old man says that all the time. Dad Gummit. Yeah. Dad Gummit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. That'd be amazing. That'd It'd be so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Anyway, so that was interesting. Uh, what was the Aether's comment? He said something about see his first comment at the beginning uh well at the very beginning, some yeah. way up there yeah it's gotta be way up there yeah yeah well, while you're looking for that yeah yeah hit that playoffs button man i'll tell you what you guys honestly everything's been growing. Oh, is this is this the comment right here oh okay. i've been crying for the last five years we need defensive minded head coach now you see my coach need time as a great the greatest herb is the win as we win the super bowl starts and ends with our defense your thoughts you know it and so I chatted about this. Well, actually, this is before we even had our channel here. I wanted Brandon Staley because I wanted a defensive head coach. And the reason why is her best years was with a defensive-minded head coach, which is Marty Marty Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer came in, just a bull-nosed kind of coach, just, man, new talent. And he made the best out of whatever talent he had. And great years. Now, I'm hoping we have a way better outcome than Marty Schottenheimer years. Bottom line, that's that's the thing I love about defensive-minded head coaches, and I feel like the best coaches in the NFL are defensive-minded guys, in my opinion. You know, Mike Tallman's one of those guys that I think is a great head coach, defensive-minded guy. You know, Bruce Arians, he won some Super Bowls too with with the Steelers and then the, the Bucks too. Good defensive-minded head coaches. I like those guys. Andy Reid is one of those guys, just an offensive genius, in my opinion. Absolute stud. Bottom line, I like defensive-minded guys because they can really go out there and get the best talent out of the defense. Once again, defense wins championships. So, hey, what's your guys' thoughts on that, man? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, 100%, man. I I think bottom line, uh, it really makes a huge difference to me to have a defensive head coach. Mm -hmm. I think an offensive head coach kind of handles things a little differently. Yeah. And Andy Reid has been in the business for such a long time. He can find a defensive head coach that, you know, yep. coordinator that that'll do a very good job. But you're right; it's it's the mentality that a defensive minded head coach brings to the table that cannot be replicated, in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I like I like a defensive head coach first for sure. Yep. Yeah, uh, Arians is an OC. My bad. I always get him mixed up for some reason, just because how yep. fire the dude is all the time on the sidelines. Yeah, Homeboy right. looked like. Almost like Darth Vader with his whole half that he had in front of him the last season he yeah, coached, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird. Sweet. Like, it was like his 
something to allow him to breathe or something like that, like Darth Vader or something. It was so weird, dude. So weird. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. defensive mind head coach. Exactly. Buffalo. I like them too over there too. Big fan of them. The sweet lullaby of tackling, you know, you know, and again, it, it really is interesting, right? How, how it's become <laughs> that way now, but I understand, right. For the NFL, look, look at Tua. He's in concussion protocol for what? Is, is this third or second time? It's the second time. Second. Th- oh, that's yeah. right. The first time he wasn't in concussion. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about it was that. Not, they called yep. it a back injury. But he should have been. But it was. Yes. Yeah. Guys, what do you think? Should Tua just retire? I do. I think if, if I was Tua, three concussions in a season, I'd be uh, done. I'd say yeah. I'm, I'm done, dude. Like, it's your freaking brain, dude. Yeah. You're gonna die. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and you get some CTE that's, that's, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why Steve Young retired early because mm-hmm. he was getting concussions left and right, and yeah. so he yeah. had to stop and say, "Hey, this is not gonna happen." Yeah, and and they well, come in right? Yeah, and it's funny you bring up Steve Young as another left-handed quarterback. By the way, like yep. left-arm quarterbacks for some reason they just don't don't make it. And um, you know the thing about Tua that I my biggest concern was his hip more than anything, yep. and the guys just got to be. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be a veggie basically after your career, man. And I don't know. We'll see kind of what it goes on with him. I'm still interested to see what happens with the Dolphins this season because, you know, even before going into the season, there was a lot of talk about kind of moving on from Tua. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, man, you know, good thing we got Herbert. I'm glad. I'm very glad we got Herbert on our team, man. And thank you, Dolphins, for drafting Tua. Man, big time. Now, interesting. Talk about the thirty-second pick, right? Yeah, again, that's that's assuming we win, we win that Super Bowl. But yeah. I tell you what, hey, hey, look, I take that all day, all yeah. freaking day, dude. I, I wouldn't all care day. about the thirty-second pick because because yeah. here's don't the situation: care. this team does not need that much more, right? Mm-hmm. We don't. No. Right? We we knew at the beginning of the season we had everything we need to win now, and 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 again, I'm telling you, I, again, we don't need that much. And and again, I'm a big believer. That Staley and, and Telesco are going to find enough value at the thirty-second pick. It won't be a problem, yeah. right? But I've always said this: your first pick should be best available player that can start day one. Mm-hmm. Who is that guy? And I look at the board and say, okay, who can start day one that's available right now? Get that guy and leave it at that. And in fact, you know, I, I think what I think ahead. one of our latest first-round picks that we had, well, outside of Kenneth Murray because we traded up, but we just kind of let the draft play out was Jerry Tillery. I think yeah. was our latest first round picks, and that guy is an absolute speed bump, dude. Yeah, speed yeah. bump, absolutely freaking disaster. Of you know, a pick we, right we were talking to the uh, Bull Pride folks, and they said, "Damn, man, we liked him. We we liked him coming out of college. He just could not perform in the NFL. He just couldn't do it. Yeah. He just couldn't do it. It, it was just right. so weird. It was so weird." Um, uh, it, yeah, yeah, it, that's a good point. See, hundred percent, I agree with that. That he really is not made for the NFL. But the weird thing is, you see, like a guy like Russell Wilson the turd that he is dude that guy is just a whack job yeah but at the end of the day you know he's good enough at evading it and that's where two is not good enough at evading he's not quite that guy plus his hip injury he's much slower than he was in the past in college in fact i'll say this guys i didn't even think he was going to come out of college remember that hip injury that's a bo jackson injury that he got right so it's really interesting to see um no no and i like this i like this idea you could even trade down you know, I like the idea of even trading down. Let's say we win that trade down. Yeah. Take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Sand Diego. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to get, get, get the diamonds out. Boom. That's right, hey. baby. Let's go. Boom. Oh, hey, hey, what's up? No, what's up? Start, start doing what Antonio Gates did. Start catching some tennis balls, you know? T- tennis balls. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, and somebody no, brought up basically getting a star running back. And so the thing about it is, is that we did also draft another running back. Um, yeah, too. I mean, 
Yeah, Spiller, who's he's gotten some touches and everything this year, but Kelly has been pretty good too. Yeah. So I mean, thing is though, Eckler is basically going to have his contract. I think next year is his last year of his contract. Twenty twenty three. Yep. That's uh, Ben just put that out there right here. So the thing about it is, is that a lot of these running backs usually their tires start wearing out when they're thirty, basically. Yep. And personally, in my opinion, I think we should try to extend him out to thirty. In my opinion at least to his age of 30. The dude has now 20 touchdowns last year. Possibly could get close to that 20 this year if he gets, what, three touchdowns, five more touchdowns basically this year. I mean, dude, we're getting so much value out of that guy. Now, once again, Austin Eckler is not yeah, a true free running. Agent, dude. Yeah, undrafted free agent. Yeah. Undrafted free agent guy. I mean, the story with him and Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn had no idea who what the dude's name was. And he came into the fourth preseason game, lit it up, found a way onto the team. And, you know, that's history, and that's where we're at right now. And he's an absolute stud, absolute stud. So there is a side that – and if you guys have ever watched any of his workout videos, the guy works out like a beast, dude. And yeah. he could have a little bit longer of a career than you really realize of him. Um, yes, running backs, plenty of running backs out in the NFL, plenty of running backs coming into the draft to get into the NFL. But – the really, the thing I'm looking at as we would love to have a Ladanian Tomlinson behind him to be able to have that kind of that thunder and lightning. Ladanian had Michael Turner, and you know, even to say you could go back to um, Darren Sproles too. Right. Um, we had we had beast running back rooms, and we just kind of need to find that stability of the two position. Is Spiller the guy? Who knows? Is Joshua Kelly the guy? Who knows? I really don't know. Joshua Kelly, I felt like ran pretty well last night. But it would be nice to be able to have, like, kind of that dedicated, reliable second back that could be just a good pass catcher plus a very, very good runner. But at the same side, I've always looked at it. Your 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 run game's only as good as your line, too. So Yeah, 100%. Well, and, and not only that, too, right? You know, you know, Kelly's done great. I think Spiller will be great, too. Yeah, Spiller will so, definitely be good. So, I yeah. mean, boy, I think the one thing we probably could use more than anything would be a tight end, like a stud tight yeah. end. That's, that's what I keep saying, though. Like, I know, mean, tight end, maybe wide receiver would be really good, too, though. But, I mean, with, if we got the 30-second pick, let's let's just keep that positive energy out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. yeah. Who, I'll who take it. Available for that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I like how we're talking about the draft, and, and we still got two games left in the season. And, and it's kind of like it's kind of irrelevant at this point. But yeah, you, know. Yeah, you know. But, but at the end of the day, it's always interesting to discuss. Now, I, I guess I would say this. I, I want to wrap up my thoughts, and then. Um, Guys, if you have any other questions, throw them out here right now. Um, and then we can just kind of do a real quick round, Rob. We're getting close to an hour at this point. But, look, I will say this. The good news is we're getting healthy and hot at the right time. To me, yeah. that's that's everything. That is everything. If, yeah. I, again, I look I look at teams like, you know, the Eagles. Um, look, they're, they've been hot all season. But, dude, they, they, they got to stay hot when it matters, right? They just lost the, yep. the Cowboys. And, you know – there, there's some issues going on there with those guys. They've been healthy pretty much all season too, from what I could tell for the most part, but it's, it's interesting seeing how this team has gotten hot and they're finally gelling as a team. They've become a team because again, there's only so much a coach can do. And I think that's the interesting point, right? I, I guess this season, I would say I've learned that lesson a lot. There's only so much an actual coaching staff can really do to make that team care about one another mm -hmm. or actually make that team want to perform for one another. And it's good to see, it's good to see that the players are holding each other accountable so they become better at their position, 
and at the roles that they have uh, for the season. So that's mm-hmm. some of my thoughts. Yeah. And I, I really feel like, I mean, if anything, though, too, is like our offense just really just needs to step up. If, if we feel like we're going to have a deep run in the playoffs, our offense needs to step up just like the way that the defense has. And I don't know what that's going to look like if maybe the players need to start doing like these team meeting or player meetings as yep. well. Yep. Or if Lombardi just needs to, you know, get his head out of his ass and um, yeah. his hands off his, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His um, he who. He who. Yes. His <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hands, um, hands court. Because, because uh, man, I'm telling you, like, like some of these play calls that he's made, like, if, I think we've seen every single game he has like used that, you know, 10 yards out hook route, you know, every single time, like at least like five times a game. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's, it's just, crazy. It's just maddening, dude. Yeah. I just don't get it, but Hey, Hefe's back. Okay. Hefe, what's up, buddy? Uh, yeah. What's up, um, so yeah. And I'm just like, like, okay, I'm, I'm really excited for us. We're in the playoffs. We're, we're in there. Um, let's win out. Let's get that fifth seed because it's very possible. I know James is going to have a, more of a breakdown on that one. Um, but I feel like, you know, just the offense needs to really start to shine a lot more now. So, um, but then maybe maybe they're actually saving their, uh, their, their critical secret plays for the playoffs itself. So, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a very possibility, too. Yeah, you know, and, and just some of my thoughts on this too. And actually, I'll talk about kind of who we'll play in the first round, kind of the perfect scenario. We'll chat about that. I'll do that tomorrow. Um, but going back to our offense with the whole thing, like, are we holding back the offense? Are we just trying to not show too much of the playbook or anything for the playoffs? Who knows? But I'll just say where we're at as an offense right now. I mean, we are basically 22.1 points a game. We're 11th in the league as an offense. Not bad, not great. Um, third in the league in passing yards at 270 yards and 31st in the league at 84.9 yep. yards rush. It's kind of two contrasting teams. Now, I do feel we use the pass game as a run game. Lots of screens, lot to the flat kind of idea. But, you know, bottom line, guys, I mean, we're in the playoffs. These next two games I'm looking at just win. I want to be able to go 11-6, and six, not just for – you know, seeding or whatnot, I want to go 11-6 and six because I want to be able to see, you know, yeah. Brandon Staley have a very successful season for what adversity he's gone through, the amount of injuries and everything he's gone through, what just Herbert's gone through, what this team has gone through. I just want them to go to 11-6. and six. I want to go healthy into this, into the playoffs. I want to be able to keep this momentum going, by the way, too. Bottom line, that's what I want. I'm going to go over a little bit of kind of scenarios that we're in and kind of reflecting on some past teams tomorrow for the playoffs and kind of how is a little correlation with this. Um, so I've kind of already broke down a little basis on it, and I'll, I'll film it all tomorrow. So well, well, that will be a recording, not a live. I'll just so. say one thing. Uh, we do want the fifth seed. We want the fifth seed. If we get, if we, if we get the fifth seed, that would be the way to go. So it would probably be Tennessee or the Jags for the most part, right? So I would rather play both of those teams. I, I mean, I'd love to play Tennessee, but I think Jaguars yep. will probably catch uh tennessee tennessee's not looking too good right now mm-hmm. so yeah. but anyways we'll see how that plays out but i, I don't want to say your thunder for tomorrow's video james and i'm also going to review the notes of staley that are happening right now at this point actually probably here in about two hours so i'm gonna review the notes i'll do a video on that if i get my computer up and running correctly you know yeah. we'll go from there we'll figure that out <laughs> we're, yeah. we're having some problems with my computer he's, he's got the brains here with him so i'll we'll make it work oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm the brawn remember <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah. i know but, but it's good so I mean, look, at the end of the day, guys, the good news is 
we're kicking ass right now, man. We're doing great. Mm -hmm. And, 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 uh, and I, I tell you, you know, it, um, there was one comment here I wanted to comment on real quick. Uh, we need to, oh yeah, here we go. Um, T1000, uh, we need to replace Corey. He misses too much time. Yeah, that's right. The hand ripped the hand yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? You you know who I think could replace Corey is Zion Johnson. He played center quite a yeah. bit at Boston College, so I think he could get moved to center, and then you could have another guard move over into his position. So I wouldn't yep. be shocked if they started using Zion a little bit next year in that regard. Um, you know, you never really know. I mean, Will Clapp wasn't the answer. We all know that. Will Clapp is there, but he's definitely not the answer. So we want Corey to be our guy for the entire season. But anyways, I think that's kind of an interesting. Um, yeah. So, okay. And let's let's see Aether's picks here real quick. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. He's, he, he got some bold predictions here. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Bengals win. Wow. They beat the Bills, huh? I don't know yeah. about that. Guys, what, what do you all think of Aether's predictions here? Yay or nay? Yay or nay? Wow. He's being bold. He's being Man, bold here. Yeah. 4-0, 15 TDs, no here. INTs, yeah. and MVP. Wow, dude, that'd be so sick. That would be – I'll take it. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll take that all day. You know, and the, the thing about it is, is uh, I mean, there – so people talked a lot about this, about the post game. They said, hey, look, the Chargers have played tough against a lot of playoff teams. We've lost two games to the Chiefs this year by a total of six points. Dude, we're right there, guys. Niners, same thing. Same we're thing. right there with them. Like, we play very, very well against, like, good teams. We just haven't found ways to close it out. Now, these last couple games, we pop played against two playoff winning-based or actually division-leading on one, the Titans, and then also the Dolphins that are basically were in first place for the AFC East for a while there, too, but now sitting at the seventh seed. We found ways to beat those guys, by the way. Like, when their team was floundering, we found ways to make it happen. So, really, I'm just looking at it like we are doing a lot better than we are previous games earlier this year. We are really starting to get very hot when it's necessary. So, bottom line, guys, I mean, sky's the limit from this point. But let's just, let's just get in the playoffs, play hot, stay healthy. You know, we're getting healthier, too, which is great. Um, so, let's just keep it going, guys. Keep it going. Yeah, I mean, th this is an interesting comment, and I and I, I think I talked about this on a video a few weeks back. But you know, again, you're right, Keenan Allen is getting a little slower. But man, he's such an emotional leader on the team, dude. Yeah, losing a guy like that, you know, again, we're talking about how our defense finally stepped up. Why did it step up? You got Kyle Van Noy, Khalil Mack, getting the team together, saying, "Hey, we got to be better," and that's what we're going to do together as a group. And Keenan Allen's that guy, right? Because Herbert's really not that guy. You know, he's, he's kind of a quieter guy. He, he's a quiet leader, right? He's just, he's, uh, he's cool, calm and collected completely different than Phil Rivers. We were talking about that quite a bit last night, right? Cause Phil Rivers always played with emotion, but Herbert was always just chill, yep. but you're right though. Keenan is slowing down and he's getting paid a lot of money and we got to pay Herbert. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I even read an article that they were talking about maybe letting Mike Davis go. Mike Davis gets paid $7 million a year, dude. Mm -hmm. And look, but he is freaking lights yeah. out. Think Killing about having JC Jackson with Mike Davis out there mm -hmm. next season. Yeah. I would yeah. I would keep Davis. I don't know, man. Right. But man, the Allen thing, oof, boy. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be interesting, man. Right. I mean, the guys, and these are the tough decisions that coaching staffs have to make. That's yeah. what they're paid for, right? That's the decisions they gotta make. Um, but I just think this is a really interesting comment. I wanted to highlight. I don't know what you guys' thoughts on that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've kind of been thinking about this a lot too. Like, I'm just like, you know, I mean. 
I mean, he's just getting older, uh, yep. and like, and so like, and he can, he still has quite a lot of value and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, like, it might be good to actually get some some offers for him, uh, yeah. so that way we can actually potentially, you know, get some some more future players <laughs> involved with us. So yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, this is a cut I want right here, dude. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, that's, that's, the okay. yeah that's right. See you, for the watch. Okay. For the watch. Oh, and I was gonna, I was gonna say I was gonna say this talent though. The, the going back to the veteran leadership out there, you know, he is kind of that veteran guy, obviously, on our offense. Remember that game where it was Josh Palmer and man, I, for some reason I can't remember the name, which game it was, but it was just Josh Palmer is pretty much our wide receiving target. And he ended up getting like winning the game and whatnot. And then in the after game, he basically said, Hey, Keenan, remember what you told me on, on uh, Saturday, whatever day it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you did it. We did it kind of thing. And so the thing about it is this veteran guy out there is worth the amount of money to be able to help the younger guys do it. Can Josh Palmer be the two wide receiver for us with Mike Williams being the other one? The thing about it is Keenan Allen is one of those guys that will get you to that spot. Wherever you need to be at, he'll be there. Can Josh Palmer be that guy for us? Right. I don't know. Josh Palmer has stepped up quite a bit this year. He's done great. It's a big move. It's a big move to try to move on from Keenan Allen, in my opinion. It's a big move. It's a good point, too, here, Ben. I will say this. I remember uh, listening to Brandon Staley specifically talk about that. He talked about it quite a bit. And he said, yeah, we had a private conversation. We're on the same page now. That's where he left it. Now, I will say this. That, to me, is good leadership on Brandon Staley's side because he's pulling this guy aside and saying, hey, man, you're an emotional leader on this team. I do not need you criticizing our decisions right we are making these decisions in real time and at the end of the day a head coach doesn't really have to explain himself right but he did and he did have a very open and honest conversation and i can imagine brandon Brandon staley's a very good communicator that's one of the things i really like about brandon staley he's an extremely articulate communicator so i'm sure that conversation went a certain way but the one thing i will say about keenan allen too though is he seems to have a lot of energy this year too, mm-hmm. man. I mean, he's excited. You can tell he's excited to be in the playoffs. Yep. I'm excited, man. <laughs> yeah, OBJ. OBJ, man. You know what? You know what's interesting? I was thinking about him the other day. I thought, man, we, we, he hasn't landed anywhere yet at this yeah. point. Right. But yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I don't think Staley cares. He's like, no, we got our team. We have yep. our cohesiveness. We're only picking up players when we need them, you know, to fill specific problems. But that's it. And I just think OBJ is not going to be there. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> man, you guys are cracking me up today, dude. I, right? I you guys yeah. are absolutely cracking me up. I That's love these good. comments, man. I'm like, I'm like, look at it. you guys are hilarious, man. I love it. Um, no, it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, he would be cheap for sure. Yeah, yeah he we, would be we'll cheap. We'll pay him. We can pay him in Bitcoin. Pay him Actually, Bitcoin. No, no, forget that. No, we'll pay him in Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Dogecoin. No, no, no. What, what was the one that crashed that I had? Oh, Luna. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got a bunch of Luna. <laughs> Got a thousand Luna, I'll send him, dude. Yeah, I can't believe I lost all that money. Goodness gracious. Yep. Yep. Yeesh. Crypto yep. boys. Yeesh. Crypto. Crypto man. Yeesh. Right. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Yeah, I know it's awesome. Now you know, but but again, you know, the the thing that I the, the thing that I have liked and hated and somewhat respected about Brandon Staley all at once is his commitment to players and the people he has. Right. Because. Mm-hmm. Anyone who bagged on Joe Lombardi, guess what? Guess what? Guess what his response always was? Because they they bag on him for weeks at a time. Yeah. Why Joe? Why Joe? He said, "You know what? He's a good offensive coordinator. We're lucky to have him. 
He's a good offensive corner. We're lucky to have him. And that's all he says. But I will say what he did do, though, is he stepped up and started helping the offense even more. He started helping with some of the play calling. You notice that when there was that tough third down, tough fourth down call, he was going, okay, maybe let's do this one. Maybe let's go this way. So he was getting involved. Yeah, and that's what that's what I mean. Brandon Staley seems like he has his own play card for the offensive, you know, play calling too. He seems like he's getting involved with it. He's um, it, it's necessary at this point. Um, I mean, we got to be able to find some way or another to be able to get this offensive rolling. And so we'll see. I was gonna say, Aether, his little last question here: Do we see a third quarter TD in the playoffs? Man, I hope. And so. I want to just see one now. I mean, this yeah. ten games in, in a row, guys. Ten games in a row. Uh, ridiculous. Not good, man. It is not good. I mean, in a, and I've been saying this a lot. When Last night when we were playing the game or watching the game, I said, hey, the reason why we have all these tight games is because we can't score in the third quarter. And that's not good. Like, we need to find a way to score in the third quarter. We cannot come out soft in after the half, basically. We need to go out and just ball. Keep balling, man. Come on. Like, it's so frustrating to watch. Ten games in a row now, no touchdowns in third quarter. Come on yeah, now. And, and that's coaching, right? That's coaching. That's adjusting yep. to what they're doing. And, and okay, defensive coordinator at the halftime, I probably wouldn't even go into the locker room. I would be up to – because he's up in the booth. Yeah. He's probably not going to walk down to the locker room. By the time he gets to the locker room, he's got to go right walk back up. I would stay up there with my analytics guys, mm-hmm. people that are up there crunching numbers. Yeah. I'd say, okay, cool. Yep. Let's script the next 15 plays. Yeah. And just go go from there. And then and then sprinkle yep. in a couple of like short yardage plays for like third down, third and shorts or whatever, maybe fourth if you decide to go for it, right? But I would literally go up there and say, okay, these 20 plays will work based on the defense that they're running. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing anything but that. I would be literally just focused on that and have a game plan. Okay. And I don't know. I just you just gotta ask yourself these questions like why why are we that bad in because th- Bill Belichick is not. I think I, there were some stats. Uh, somebody said that after every halftime, I think it's like seven or eight games in a row, or sorry, years in a row, they've always scored a third quarter touchdown. Yeah. That's adjustments. And yep. why are we that bad? I just it's so, so frustrating. frustrating. Yeah. And hey, Robert's um, question is kind of a funny question there, too. You know, would you rather have the Chargers not make the playoffs, get a higher draft pick for the next season? We've been dealing with that season after season. We want to be in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I don't no, care. Playoffs. You know, the yeah, thing about it is, this is definitely a higher a draft pick here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a higher draft pick, just because you get a guy that you think is going to be a stud, doesn't pan out all the time, by the way, guys. Like, first-round picks could be completely duds. You go and say, like, a Hunter Renfro for the Raiders, fifth-round pick, Max uh, Crosby, I'm just picking on the Raiders. He was a fourth-round pick for the Raiders. You go and say a Lohi Gilman, who was a sixth-round pick for us. You go to Jusser Taylor, seventh-round pick. You go to Austin Eckler, undrafted. You go to a Michael Davis, undrafted. You go to these guys that you could find plenty of dudes in the draft all around that could be guys that are just diamonds in the rough. And, yep. I, I, dude, I'll take playoffs all day. I'll take playoffs all day. I want a chance to be able to get to the big show. We need a ticket to get to the show, right? We got yeah, our initial ticket to be on the main yep. stage, basically. So, playoffs all day. Who cares? What are you talking about this, James? Yeah. The premium yeah. works? Yeah. He looked like he looked like a cat that was like coughing up a hairball. That was pretty funny, man. I was gonna pull that up too, but I don't know whatever reason the screen sharing's acting weird on my side. So yeah, um, but it, 
That's what it looked like. It was some sort of yoga pose of some sort, but it was so random why you would do that, like on field. So weird. So weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was great. Oh, man. But 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 again, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing you guys here, man. It's for real, dude. So I know I know yeah. we're we're a little over time here, but I know James yep. doing a playoff video tomorrow. I yep. will have a video on Staley's notes from his conversation today. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, we'll make that happen. Mm-hmm. But as always, guys, Andrew Bolbros and uh, Kyle. Kyle, yeah, and I'll probably do a uh, Madden thing later. Uh, this week I didn't do with the Colts one. Uh, sorry, because it's just a traveling situation. So like in coming yep. in late, and I was like, ah, well, we can just scrap scrap it for this week. But it's all good. It's all good. Um, but hey, if you guys are in the LA area, come out to the Rams game. It's like yep. the the final home game of the season, unless there's a, a situation that happens at the playoffs, obviously. Um, but it's going to be a big party, of course. Uh, a lot of a lot of us are going to turn up. You know, oh, so dude, it's going to be it's going to be hyped. It's going to be good. It's going to be it's going to be a really good game. Like I know the, the ticket prices are pretty expensive right now, but hey, man, you can still just come out to the, the Thunder Alley and come out to the tailgate. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. So, tailgate never loses. Great time. time. Tailgate never that's loses. Always a good undefeated. Time. Tailgates tail, tailgates undefeated, baby. <laughs> undefeated. That might yeah, be another man. third idea, boys. We got all these ideas, That's dude. We, too, we, yeah. we got the yeah. tailgates undefeated. Tailgate. I really think it's funny about the one that I brought up about Chris Rump, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Rump Shaker, shaker dude. The yeah. Rump Shaker. What yeah. do you guys think, Rump Shaker? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good one. Dude. That's a good one, dude. I love it. That's love a '90s song, man. If you guys know, but uh, yeah, it'd be great, dude. It would be great. But yeah. anyway, guys, I'm still thinking we're in the playoffs. We got two games here. Let's just yep. shore things up. Hopefully, we get our offense really rolling. So our defense is rolling, our offense is rolling, and we can really go in there with some great momentum into the playoffs. So I'm just stoked that we're there, guys. So once again, guys, we're the Bolt Bros. Appreciate all your sports. Like, subscribe, share our videos. We love hearing from you guys. Love engaging with you guys. We're all about the community here, guys, and we're all about the love of the Chargers and the NFL uh, league. So appreciate it, guys. Once again, but you guys ready to roll? Let's get out of here, boys. All right, guys. Bull bros. Let's Let's go. go.